0: So, I'll figure out how to do the intro. You did your makeup so in five minutes. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, But I think it's uh, very interesting that we're meeting here at the Nest space. Mm. um, Because I think just listening to your music, it also just makes sense, right? But before we get into the music, what is your self care, like, absolute must do? You can't go without doing this. Oh, my goodness. I feel like yoga uh typical but it is true like I feel like when I do yoga at least three times a week I feel wholesome yeah in general like yoga is literally the thing that I do if I'm feeling like a bit out of balance mm-hmm. out of whack I just do some yoga and it usually like realize me and I feel grounded I feel yeah. you know um other than that what do I do I don't know just stay chill (laughs) (laughs) and you don't do the naked yoga I've never done the naked yoga just speaking about the naked yoga I'm going to do the naked yoga okay what's the motivation for this I just like I'm a fan of liberated liberation and I just um I feel like in a safe in a safe space Mm -hmm. like it's it's important for us to like push those boundaries and you know, push those things that make us feel like insecure or uncomfortable. Like those are the things that you should do to get used to that, so that you feel you've overcome something. Then you feel more open, um especially in a safe space. If it's like all female, like yeah, yeah, your kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what Palo Santo was mm-hmm. until I watched this Alicia Keys video. She does a Get Ready with Me video. Or get unworthy. So she does like her nighttime routine. Okay. And so she was talking about it and she lights it up and all of that. Okay. So for people who you might be watching this and have no idea what the heck a Palo Santo is, can you just explain it? Palo Santo is like the equivalent of impero. Hmm. So it's also equivalent of sage. It cleanses energy. Um, it's a, it's a sacred tree. It's bark and a sacred tree. It has very nice perfume. And it's just used for that. It's just to cleanse the space, cleanse the energy. Um, and yeah, I'm very much into us as people being aware, like going back into what we naturally did before the West took over everything in terms of... <laughs> so like, why are you smiling <laughs> like that? Like, oh. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super hippie. Like I love the old ways of things and I'm, I'm interested in us bringing those things that we used to do into now um especially in connection with nature and just feeling like more connected to the earth yeah so palo santo is like cleansing the space um yeah it's what it's what you typically do if you're starting something new or you know yeah just to renew the the energy and renew the space so so yeah it's typically used in like places like uh, Brazil, Spain. It's more like in a South American way. Whereas here we're using ball or um, Americans use Sage a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, That's okay. Palo Santo. So Palo Santo is also the first song mm-hmm. um, on alt frequency. Mm-hmm. Are you calling it alt frequency or alternative frequency? Either or, it's the same. But what did you intend? Um, I mean, it's, it's alt frequency, but alt is an abbreviation for alternative. So yeah, frequency again is spelt without the E's and, and use. So it's, it's an abbreviation, but it means alternative frequency. Why did you want to title it like that? Um, I just, um, I've like, yeah, I just feel extremely alternative in my sound and my ways. And, um, it was about celebrating that and just embracing the fact that it isn't, it isn't your typical, R&B or soul or you know it's kind of tricky to box but I'm kind of stating that in the in the title it's like this is alternative so you already know yeah you know? and the frequency thing is um it's just like a language that I live by um everything has its own frequency every single thing that is around you is vibrating and has a frequency and um and it for me um in the last couple of years I've, I've Really gotten into like how different frequencies affect you internally mm. um so like bass affects your lower energy circuits and like the higher that the sound is it typically affects like it, it does something to us internally and i think with that information then we can like consciously make sound and music for that reason um to using that do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, Like it, we, we used to know it yeah but now we've kind of like we just make simple very basic tracks I think I feel like the music industry has got used to gotten used to um just putting out simple things because the more basic it is the more people uh, retain retain that melody and then it's like more money's coming in but at the same time like knowing that music has an effect in, on you internally and what it does for you like I'm very interested in pursuing that path and um continu- continuing to make music that is in that, in line with that yeah, yeah. So, yeah. thanks, Annette, <laughs> and Vanessa. Shout out to Vanessa. You just read a whole stealth operation. <laughs> we are <were> like spies. <laughs> but thank you, and all your <laughs> roles so, so magic. much. <laughs> it's so interesting what you're saying about creating music. um, different parts of your body Um, but can you explain it a little bit further just in terms of like you're saying the bass affects your nether regions yeah so in what way like can you well I mean like Atlanta is a great example like track music or like uh, uh, the sound of Atlanta is a great example because it's so sub and bass heavy like it makes you want to move that part of your body right Okay. Um, and without you even necessarily being conscious of that, it just moves that part of your body. Like, mm. As soon as you hear those lower tones, that's how your body naturally responds to that. Um, and we call it like the root chakra um, moving up. So like chords have um, different... And even when you're you're mixing music, like you're going from... There's a map that, that teaches you um that guides you through the different sounds and you can manipulate them based on where they sit in the scale of frequencies right so it's like <laughs> i didn't know we were gonna go this heavy like <laughs> people are gonna be like yeah, you're gonna gonna go <laughs> just like i'm like curious okay great yeah so that whole map and that whole realm was like really interesting to me um but yeah atlanta is a great example but also just like like even like the drum, like it it's it start it all starts with the drum and the and the heartbeat, yeah. right? So um, so that travels uh, starts from that that bass sound and then the higher up you go, the higher the the more it affects you. So you can find all of this stuff on like on YouTube when you are doing yoga. Sometimes you want to listen to a particular type of music that makes you feel calm, that makes you feel peaceful, um, and those. Um, hurts there's different hurts that can affect different parts of your internal system Mm -hmm. um so yeah go google it check (laughs) it out (laughs) i'm not like i'm not a master of it yet so i'm like i'm teaching but i'm not um i don't want to you know know, more than i so um so with alt frequency which areas of the body do you think that you were i think i think it 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 kind of it for me it feels pretty well-rounded mm-hmm. um, but at the same time it's kind of more than it's specifically being um focused on on using that map it's like i was learning this information as i was making it mm-hmm. um and also like frequency is such a broad term because it's speaking about literally everything that exists yeah has, has a frequency you have your own i have my own this teacup has its own yeah you know like that's the sound right it, like so everything that exists has that and like for me um yeah during the process of making this i had many conversations about uh, within this realm and about frequencies and, yeah um and so that's where it was like the name was born mm. in that space and then you also have this song frequency mm-hmm. with two e's Yes, yeah. so it's free <laughs> frequency (laughs) so tell me a little bit somebody also thought it was f-e-a-k f-e-a-k like freak oh yeah (laughs) Um, i think that's all erica badu i think i think she did do that actually um but yeah frequency so like i'm queen as well like free queen c yeah so um yeah just about freedom and liberation um knowing that like how like it's, it's more than a love song for me the frequency it's like knowing that you and somebody else share that vibe that like you don't it's effortless yeah you know that for me is like wonderful and like being, being particular about the type of love that you're receiving and what someone's bringing to you um you know just being conscious of what's you know being brought to you and how you appreciate that i like the way you know i like I like what the love that you bring to me yeah. um, because anybody can bring you love, but the love that is right for you is kind of hard to find. So yeah, I was just celebrating that. Yeah. And I mean, you just quoted the second line of the song right? and the line before is we're on the same frequency. frequency right? Yeah, And you know, when I was listening to it, I was like, yo, but is that binding? Is it like uh, the opposite of freedom? You know, mm-hmm. when it's like, we're in the same, right? You know, but that wasn't your intention. Well, like I guess in the, in the other lyric, it's like uh, oh, in another track, I uh, wish you were here. It's like, um, um, I want you here, uh, free by my side. You know, if you want to be. So it's for me, like I'm very much not interested in ownership in relationships. Mm or in, in any kind of relationship, like lover or not, I just think it's very important for us to like be content with self and to, to to join together if we want to and to spend as much time as we want to and for it to never feel like, ish I'm still here and I'm not happy, yeah. you know? Like always freedom, as long as you're happy being here, I'm happy being here, then we can just be, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. still. So also on frequency, you talk about swimming in Indigo. yeah. What does that mean? What is swimming <laughs> in indigo? So indigo, um, so I guess like from my generation upwards with like the born threes, um have a term called indigo children. Um, indigo children are those born with creative abilities. They might not necessarily fit into this systematic way, this like, this Western system that has been kind of forced upon us of like learn to work for us, yeah like there's many of us our generation that's just like this doesn't work and it doesn't doesn't feel right and so there's many of us that have grown up with specific creative abilities, more intuitive, more spiritually connected, more aware of like um how important and vital it is for us to reconnect to our spirituality, yeah, so those people are of that generation um are indigo children um and also the indigo color is like your crown chakra so it's like it's you know when you like you spend a lot of time with someone and like you're talking with them and you're maybe attracted to them but you're like the conversation is just like all of the things are just everything you want to talk about and you're talking about I don't know like you're really keen on dolphins and dolphins come up and you're just like (laughs) yeah but like when you're in that space where it's like spiritual and mental mentally you know stimulating yeah for me that is like indigo energy um and yeah and then the ones that are born that were born with the internet already there i feel like they're ultraviolet so they're like an Another level, level of, of, yeah. of that same thing of just basically reconnecting to your spirituality. Okay. Your spirit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, another thing that you speak about regarding frequency is on Supernova, mm-hmm. right? And you talk about how she is mm-hmm. a different frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I enjoy that song so much is I think it's the last song you performed at the titled show, okay. right? Um, I don't know it was just like a there was a thing about it so tell me about writing that particular song Supernova. That song was really fun to write actually was with my cousin slash sister Maria and um, she's actually the one that came up with the name Supernova because I was like I want her to be like (laughs) I don't know like cosmic like just like it's not a star because stars cheesy like I just she was like what about Supernova and I was like (laughs) yeah <laughs> so she's on the credits for that song and um it was very fun like talking with her because I was writing it with with, with like sacred women in, in mind like um so her daughter for example like if you're like the, our women like speaking to men like if you're if you're Approaching them, Mm. like approach them with love. Like, don't just approach a woman because you think she's attractive and you just feel entitled to just go up, like, you've got enough ego to it's like, no, recognize that she on her own is um, a supernova, she's you know, uh, special. And, um, yeah, I was kind of like a a little bit frustrated. Like, the first lyric, um, Sun and Stars in the Sky, and I'm by your side, so I was like looking at. I was on the train, actually, on the tube, and I was looking outside and just, like, at night, and then I looked in front of me, and there was this man that looked super greasy and, like... (laughs) And he was just, like, looking at me. and Just a creep. Just a creep. (laughs) And we all have those experiences as women where we're just like, oh, gosh, like, now I've got this creep, like... Yeah. that's actually he's not doing much but he's invading my space by mm. just giving me that look that shows me that he's like feeling some type of way towards yeah. me and that is intrusive yeah so it's like you know i'm running my own business and suddenly you know i feel like i'm feeding an appetite i feel like i'm now here for you like you know when you know those cartoons you <laughs> used to see back in the day and they're like when they see food and then they just see like steaks in their eyes yeah. <laughs> like and everywhere they like, just see steaks like it it made me you are like steak. i was the steak, yeah and so that's kind of what inspired it. it is like you know it's basically just a message to respect and love and cherish women that is so interesting because the way i heard it is a little bit different okay at, well the way i understood it mm-hmm. because it sounded to me like you were saying other people are wondering why what it is you see in this person and this person is a supernova okay that's so interesting the way that you put it so then maybe let's talk about how um i think it's in the first verse where you say um you i um, what's line oh i'm finding out that you're decent uh. um but then you refer to the supernova as her or she mm-hmm. So there's like this distinction between you and she. Right. But are they supposed to be the, the same, same person? Yeah. I think they are in a sense of like I do. I do feel like I am she. But I wasn't writing it as I wasn't writing it in third person or like, that as myself. Wasn't was writing she as in she. Okay. Like I was. It was more so for the my niece or my younger cousin who it was from that perspective of like if you see someone and they're approaching like okay i'm finding out that you're decent but when i say they want to know your reasons to love her it's like it's almost like i'm a tongue or like the ancestors or someone like kind of looking like okay we see that you're decent but like what secrets <laughs> have you got or like what you, you know we're yeah. kind of like i think it's important for us as women to not just like see someone maybe they're attractive and we just get <sighs> You know, like just to lose ourselves in that, it's kind of like to be more conscious and like, okay, I see that you're bringing something, but like, what is it, Mm -hmm. you know? And to just take more time with how we deal with that, like, interaction of being approached by guys. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, I think, the only song where you then break out into Zulu as well. Is it the only song where I see in Zulu? Okay, a little bit in Wish You Were Here. Yeah. Okay, a little bit. Yeah. 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 So, what exactly do you say in those parts? Ubi share la means if you're hollering at her, if you're chatting her up. Um, something in fair means love her for real, like love her. yena, you see her, she has a way, or she has the way. colleague. I means she prays, she's, you know, yeah. Um, are like she's a great, like she's a king, like she's a. She's a great one. Yeah. y'all yeah, no, yeah, I, I mean, she shines. Yeah. yeah. Why did you want to have that uh, switch, switch in the song? Because even the, I don't know if it's the tempo, but it, it's a different kind of yeah. flow. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just super important for me to like keep writing in Zulu and express myself more and more in Zulu because it's half of who I am. And for a long time, I felt actually too shy to write in Zulu because Um, I didn't grow up like the whole time. Yeah. Um, So I was always worried about my tonality. Like Zulu is very much a tone based language. So if you say it like, um, I can't (laughs) do it like, like it doesn't make sense. You have to go for it to make sense, you know, so anytime I would try, I would always be too self-conscious about how I was um, presenting myself. And then my first single that I dropped last year was Sondella yeah. and it was like, I'm in now. Yeah. <laughs> There's no going back. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's why. And also I feel like in, in, in terms of, uh, presenting or representing my ancestry and my ancestors, like it feels more natural to sing in that language rather than English. Yeah. yeah. And when you say Ekaya, you mean Durban? Yeah. Cause that's where you're from. That's where I'm from. How do you wind up in London? <laughs> Long story short, Grandmother and mother um, avoiding apartheid via Zimbabwe from Zimbabwe come to London. I don't know how, I don't know why, but that's where they ended up. Yeah. And so, yeah, then uh, my mother lived there from a young age and I was born there. And then yeah. um, my mum came back and I followed her. And yeah, it was it was a very, like, interesting and fun childhood of traveling between places. Mm. Um, and yeah, like learned I learned I learnt Zulu in the township in lamont lamontville Township basically by force because it was like the children were kind of like are you sweet Zulu or <laughs> I don't know what you you're gonna, gonna play do. with you <laughs> like, so obviously like I I wanted to be included and I wanted to connect genuinely so it made sense for me to like learn the language quickly yeah, is, yeah yeah so um uh, uh, a part of your your story that's like trivia right mm. is. Um, that your grandma is the late Bing Siling's sister. Older sister, yeah. Pinky and Yes. Yeah. Um, she, she, she was kind of like, she is a legend in her own right. Um, she was a singer, um, an activist, a poet, a poet. a filmmaker. Um, she was the, uh, head of the South African Film Commission before she passed away. And, um. Yes. Yeah, so she kind of had her own thing, but obviously internationally, music-wise, Begum Singh was more known. So yeah, people tend to just kind of connect to so her that way. Yeah, yeah. But then, does that feel like you're constantly in a shadow? Because it's not just one person who's in the arts; it's two, and not in a small v- Ooh, Not know. even two. <laughs> like there was Wendy Mceleugh, Andy Andy Like the literally the whole family. There's my my sister, my cousin now, Navana Mcelig. Well, Nirvana Nokwe she's also an artist. Um, so yeah, growing up, it because they were so great and so and achieved so much and were so skillful and so masterful in their in their crafts um growing up we always we kind of it gave us actually quite a lot of anxiety thinking that we would never reach that level it seemed like an unattainable level of mastery especially with bingham Selig's like music Mm. you know ask any pianist today like who's there you know go to and it's usually him because he was just Upper echelons of mu- musicianship yeah um so we we grew up nervous because we'd be like we'd be interested to learn and then it'd just be like we're not gonna <laughs> get this far right um but he encouraged you right because you've performed with him i did perform with him um that was an honor and a blessing and um yeah i was very glad to perform with him I think he I was 14 or 15 at the time and um yeah he was just like Yes, you'll do the song with me. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's not It's not a question. It's not a question. question. You're doing. But it was a blessing because a lot, a lot of singers wanted to work with him. A lot of people yeah. wanted to work with him. And, um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for that time that I did get to connect and share a stage mm-hmm. with him and, and do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel a sense of freedom to make the alt kind of music and not mm-hmm. necessarily follow in those students mm-hmm. to be honest like, i feel like jazz is the, it's the most liberated genre um because it's you can go any, anywhere do anything any timing like you're just free mm-hmm. um but at the same time you have to be like very skilled and like knowledgeable in 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 chord structures and just like so i feel like i'll always be leaning towards jazz growing towards jazz equally like i'm just very much enjoying the space of not having um, any boundaries and just expressing myself in a way um that doesn't doesn't limit me yeah yeah okay you've referred to Manela as your sister yeah task more <laughs> <laughs> well is my sister guys um no we just went we went to school together in um, in berea okay. in durban when i was growing up okay and we kind of like we just hit it off We just clicked like we spent a lot of time just growing together. Minoa, you know, uh, she was kind of like, why don't we make our mums best friends? We could <laughs> spend time. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and Did then our mums became best friends yeah. <laughs> and we just spent a lot of time together. So, and we've been through a lot together. Like we've grown together since what, like seven, seven years old. Yeah. We sing um, together. We've never we used to sing together growing up. Like we do, like I need to hear these. Oh my gosh! Like we really should make something together, like record something together. Mm. Um, But I've just been I've been in London. She's been here, um, and she's her journey evolves in its in it at at its pace, and mine evolves at its pace, and um, it's just very natural. Like it doesn't feel forced. Yeah, Um, and yeah, so. I hope that we'll make something together. I so too. So spirit is formless, mm-hmm. um, and maybe calm, sweet. Yeah. And Palo Santo. Yeah. The things that um, those songs have in common mm-hmm. is they don't have lyrics, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, mm-hmm. Palo Santo. Maybe let's start with that one. Mm-hmm. You can hear mm-hmm. you lighting the wood, right? And it crackling, and so maybe just let us know a little bit about deciding to use those devices on palo santa palo santa are made in ibiza um I not a party song at all <laughs> <laughs> dude ibiza is actually the most chill peaceful place i've ever been to yes yeah? i was always put off to, of going there because of like how much of a reputation it has for like being a party place and it definitely is that, but the other side of it is like super chill. It's like paradise, it's super hippie. Like, um, I'm interested in living there at some point actually. Nice. So I was there and, uh, yeah, all of those, the, the thing that those songs have in common is that it was w- made with a uh, loop machine, um, that I've been using for like four or five years now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, every, mm, I've, I've called them Vokstrumentals cause every sound that you hear is made with my voice mm. Um so yeah i've just been and usually when i do my performances live i create those soundscapes live and then i do spoken word on top of them and um, the reason why i haven't done that here is just because i feel like just introducing myself as an artist there's so much um that i didn't want to overload it and for it to be like too like okay really a lot of, yeah, yeah i'd rather just like you know, the songs that are produced and, and, and written, include those and then fuse them with the tracks that are, um, soundscapes that are created with my voice and then blend that first and see how that, how that works. And then, you know, later on introduce the poetry. But if anybody that comes to a show always hears my lyrics and, and, um, poetry at that point. Um, but yeah, so I was like the beautiful thing about Palo Santo is that you could hear the crickets in the area. I love that. I love the sound of crickets. I mm-hmm. love any like natural sound. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I can the question. Did I answer that? <laughs> <laughs> Almost, because um, what I'm asking about is because you write so differently from mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You choosing to not write lyrics mm-hmm. is also like a form of um, an artistic expression, mm-hmm. right? right? So when does that happen for you? When do you decide, hmm, this is just voice, like Mm -hmm. this is just vocals, but Mm -hmm. no words? Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, a few people, like Joe, the guy who mastered it was like, why have you not sung on these? Like these are great. You should have sung on them. I'm like, do you know what? It's important for me. It's like a moment. It's like moments of like, I don't, I don't, I'm so wordy as a person like I've just got a lot of words and I just want to balance that because in my mind I very much am a promoter of peace and just like stillness Mm -hmm. and so it's important for me to balance those two um things of like having a lot of words but then also having moments of just stillness and Mm -hmm. um a place where you can think and also I was very interested and keen on like poets or writers or other people other musicians um being being able to add to it um, mm-hmm. you know if they want to add their own lyrics or if they want to add lyrics and send it back to me or you know or remixes or whatever um just yeah I was also yeah I was also interested in just leaving room to see what that does yeah and, I've been blessed to have, like, quite a lot of people who are like, I want to remix this. I want to add a whole beat to this. <laughs> like, Legan is one of those people who's just like, yo, oh, I want to add a whole thing here. I'm like, that's what I made it for. Like, feel free to to collaborate and, and for us to journey in that. Um, that was the intention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking of collaboration, mm-hmm. Ocean Summer Nights. Oh, Yeah do you remember you caught <laughs> me off guard because i was just like that sounds nice ocean summer night <laughs> yeah so tell me about how you wind up on a kid X song okay random so met Kidex um at monewa's one of monewa's games nights um mm-hmm. uh, did we... you win Come no more. was it 30 seconds probably <laughs>
1: it was
0: so competitive it was ages ago yeah um but anyway uh i just happened to be listen listening to one of his songs in london um in a car and we were driving at night we were driving through these like pretty like bridges that were all lit up and i just like did a little insta thing and i like tagged him and then he was like yo um this is so dope that you're listening to my track in london blah blah blah, blah. like yeah like for sure and then we connected there and he was like oh you're you're a singer right i was like yeah he's like well i'm releasing an album like would you be keen on doing anything like, yeah for sure like definitely open to that so it was it happened very quickly i recorded it in london um he sent me the track um and yeah yeah i love his style i love i love what he does i think he's dope so um it was very nice to collaborate in that way um and he's also like leave space for me on your record <laughs> as well and i thought about it afterwards so i was like oh shit but i guess some of those some of those beats like if he wants to jump on any of them like he's he's well he's welcome okay um but yeah so uh yeah and then i sent i recorded it sent it back to him and he was just like super in love he was like this is so good we've made it more of a song than it ever was and i'm yeah. really grateful i was like I'm happy, like, you're happy, I'm happy, like, um, and yeah, I hope to make something else soon. Too, yeah, soon. I mean, who knows? and it is a love song, but the first thing that comes out of your mouth is, I pray for you. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Was it's it too long ago? <laughs> yeah. I think, is it pray for you? I thought, is it care for you? Oh, the, what, what, what I, I heard was pray. It <laughs> might be pray for you. I mean that's something that I would do um, but I think, I think I'm think i more connected like I care for you I think mm. with all of my soul like I, I've been known to be wrong with lyrics okay, this is so why I have the writers <laughs> to explain to me <laughs> okay cool yeah I think it's like, I care for you with okay. all of my soul and mm. I want you I need you to know um, yeah okay cool so another song of yours that sometimes I don't hear what you say mm-hmm. is In My Mind In Mind In Mind <laughs> because um, you start with the radioactive days yeah and then somewhere in there there's alkaline things as well <laughs> so i know the chorus but yes. can you help with the verses what the is the verses. song about? the song's about living in a dystopian time which is what we're living in if you look outside it's all very dystopian it's like you know, especially Joe Berg at the moment, like, Joe Berg is looking like a mess right now. I love this city so much, but I'm like, oh, it's a mess, guys. <laughs> what are we going to do? Like, are we going to keep going in this direction? Or are we going to clean up that? Like, yeah. So it's basically about living in a, in a, living in a uh, <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, this yoga's going be <laughs> Um... Yeah. So it's, it's basically about living in a dystopian time and keep keeping your connection to nature. And so it's about, you know, for me, it's nature, like keeping nature in mind. It's radioactive days. I count the ways in which I love you mm-hmm. um, make sure I say and act and act as I do, you know? So it's like, you know, loving someone and saying it is one thing, but acting like you love someone is a different thing. Yeah. So it's on the pages so it's on the pages like it's in the holy books it's in it's on when you write um then it's like drink drink from crystalline fountain ever giving like it's just basically the fountain of life and just staying connected to nature basically um uh alkaline in my system i'm vegan <laughs> Giant. are you really yeah uh. And one oh, day, I'm one of going. going. <laughs> you? <in, in laughs> I'm not doing you, but it's tough. As South Africans, because our um, our diet is so meat-heavy. But I think that's why we like more of us need to do it. So it's mm. kind of just balance that out because South Africa we always die. Hey. Yeah. Like we just a lot of us get sick really easily, and um, and it's just not it's not how we used to live. It's not natural for us to just like have meat and and maize meal every day or like. Five different types of animal in one day. Like um, yeah, I don't want to get into that. It's <laughs> another, another video. Another video. Yeah, another video. So um, yeah. So yeah, alkaline in my system. Turns of mind when I'm healing. Use my eye when I'm flying high. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're very consistent in who you are in in like showing that through your music. So that's still Um, and then just to wrap up then what's next for you like what sort of things are going through your mind in terms of what you want to write about after this album wow um i think i think it it kind of like it's it it tends to stay in the same realm of just like reconnecting um So, I mean, I haven't, I've started writing the next projects, but in terms of like sonically, but lyrically, um, I haven't really, um, delved into what messages I'm putting in there yet. Mm. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm kind of very much enjoying just, um, being in a, like a centered place. I'm excited for this, this gig later on and, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm actually considering spending more time in South Africa because I want to make music here, even mm. collaborate with artists here. That's <laughs> you, Kidex. <kiddos. laughs> but also like the Legan Star Childs and like the just the musicians. Like I know a lot of musicians in this country, but I haven't haven't yet like worked with them. It's, there's so many um amazing musicians that I just really want to just like makes some feel stuck with so um and here i just love the spirit like we have such a beautiful energy of just connecting and having each other's back way more than in london yeah you know london is very much like a, com- a competitive space whereas here is very feels like more of a supportive space so yeah i'm gonna i'm considering spending more time with a yeah. to try and like see where that goes so yeah. well thank you for speaking to me thank you so much for having me